Hey there, it's nine o'clock Wednesday, November 18th, and I'm Joycelyn Wells, and this is Joy Exposed. Please remember to subscribe to my YouTube channel if you have not already, and you can also download any podcast from everywhere. Google it. It's everywhere you can download it, so please follow, subscribe. Thank you. All right, so it's Wednesday. Um, I just said it, November 18th. I put it on the screen this time so I wouldn't forget and I still stutter stepped. So um, let's start, three cheers of joy. My first cheer of joy, um, it's been a busy fucking week, right? So it's only Wednesday and I'm not done with today. Here I am. Um, and then tomorrow and then Friday will kind of ooh, kind of start to settle down, but Man, it's been a busy week. I was tasked with doing um, some interviews of some actors and models, and I've been working on that along with my regular stuff. So it's crazy, but I'm enjoying it. So my first cheer of joy to getting through a busy fucking week. Well, getting to the hump day anyway. Tonight I'm drinking um, Bouillet. It's a bourbon. I didn't get a wine. I didn't even think about getting a wine and I just wanted to get settled so that I could try to relax a little bit before the podcast tonight at nine. Okay, my second sheer of joy is that my hair is growing so fast. Like I have it plaited up now and it looks like it's, you know, it looks relatively shorter than when it's down, but it's still long and it's so thick. So my hair, I've never had this much hair in my whole life. And I figured out this is how my hair should have always grown. I should have never combed my hair growing up. So my mom tortured me all those times and she should have just let the shit grow. So cheers to my hair growing naturally out of my head. My third year of joy. My faceless love is in town. You guys know I love when he's here. He makes me whole. He makes me calm. He provides a space that I can just, and that's my third cheer of joy. So cheers to my faceless love. Well, being here for me, remember three cheers of joy, moments of self-celebration have nothing to do with anybody else. So he's here, but it makes me feel good. So cheers to my feeling good because he's here, I guess. I don't even know if that works, but fuck it. He's here. I'm happy. So cheers to that. So my three cheers of joy tonight was getting to hump day of this very, very busy week. Um, what was my second cheer of joy that quick I forgot? My third cheer of joy was to my faceless love. Oh, my second cheer of joy was my hair growing naturally nappy out of my head and I fucking love it. Hi, Stephanie, thanks for joining me. So um, those are the three cheers of joy and we celebrate those every week. And I try every day to just be grateful for something. I just feel it in my soul that I have to let the universe know that I know that I'm well and the universe is totally responsible for my being well. So those are my three cheers of joy. Um, and they're uh, brought to you by Boulay Bourbon tonight. So we're going to see how this goes because I haven't really been drinking much bourbon. So I might be tipsy real fast. Okay, before we get into Facebook post of the week, well, 
let me do the Facebook post of the week first because I want to talk about this other this news story I received today. And um, but let's do the Facebook post of the week. Facebook post of the week brought to you by STM Specialties, um, tumblers, insulated tumblers, tumblers designed however you want. And there's a website STMSpecialties.com. There is a holiday sale going on right now. And never got. Oh my God. Stephanie, what's the sale that's going on right now? I forgot. I know there were Christmas ornaments on sale. There was a shipping schedule. Oh, okay. I'll add that at the end. Let's see. She'll put it in for me. And these are my Facebook posts of the week. So the first Facebook post of the week. I never brag about getting a new job because I might quit that MF by lunchtime. <laughs> That is so my daughter, my oldest daughter, Joya Danielle. That's her. Oh, uh, STM Specialties, 20% off for the holidays. So I'll make sure I share that on my Joy Exposed and my regular page so that you can um, uh, get your holiday orders in because we're already now mid-November. So you're going to need to get it in quickly for time because they are personalized. So it's not made in bulk. They're personalized for you. So you want to get your ordering uh, quickly. So the first Facebook post of the week is for my daughter, Joya, because she will quit a job in the middle of the day. Like she's the person that will go to lunch and not go back. So every time, well, she just started a new job and I'm just looking at her like, please make it through. And then I saw this post and thought of her. She's hilarious. Um, second post, Facebook post of the week is by Clarissa Gillis. She's the host of The Sweet Spot. Um, Okay, she's the host of The Sweet Spot, uh, and her said, she's a podcast that happens on Friday night at 11, treat your person right and they won't go left. Mm, I like that. I know it seems pretty straightforward, but I was like, oh, that's sweet. I like that she put that together like that. Uh, and let's see. And here's one more. I may have another one, but this is from Emmett Adams. He's in one of my groups. He says, Kids make mistakes, adults make decisions. I love that because I always talk about people having to hold themselves accountable for the bullshit that they do. And they usually want to try to get a pass like they're a kid, but I don't like that. I, that pisses me off. So I need the adults to understand that what they're doing, they chose to do that. And that may be it for my Facebook post of the week. Let me see. Let's see. Here's one. Um, I think I've shared something similar to this before. Uh, the post was written by Jasmine Robinson, but it was shared by Janika Santos. My last relationship taught me that the more chances you give someone, the less they value you. They're not afraid to lose you because they know no matter what, you won't walk away. Never let someone get too comfortable with disrespecting you. Love yourself first. And that's true. I ain't even got to talk about that much because y'all already know when people know they can get over on you, they will get the fuck over on you and they're going to keep doing it. And you're going to keep being hurt and you're going to keep asking why, why, why. Right. And that shit is for real. That shit is for real. They'll keep doing it because they're like, oh, they ain't going to do shit. It's a lot of people now and sucky ass relationships and not noticing, not knowing how to get out because they've been in it for so long. And since they've been in for so long, they just stay in it and keep taking the bullshit. And y'all know I don't like that. 
oh, it hurts me. So those are my Facebook posts of the week brought to you by STM Specialties. The website is stmspecialties.com and the code is Black Friday 20% off. And you can find it in the comments. So if you wanna, and also go to the website to look at the designs, they are gorgeous, right? So go check them out and get you a, um, Get you some personalized Christmas presents. They are absolutely the, the bomb. Oh my bad. And also, um, that's me. I always do that. So they're uh, they're really nice too. All right. So I'm gonna keep moving. Um, I'm in a, a chat a chat with some women from my hometown, and we've been in the same chat for about four years. Well, five years maybe. And we talk every now and then. And one of one of the ladies uh, is really into politics. So she'll, you know, it's been that time of year. So she's been, you know, putting her political post in there and comments and which is all good because it's good to see her. That's her natural arena. So she goes to the meetings and she goes to the, I figure she'll be running for some office in probably two years, right? That's how active she is. So she shares a lot in there. Well, today, one of the ladies shared a post, uh, an article, and I want to read some of it because as a woman, hold on, as a free black woman in the US, I read this article and it says something to me. Now, the article was written by a white American woman to white American women. So it really ain't got nothing to do with me other than the fact that I can read and it's an article that was published publicly and I have access to it. So I read it and thought, this is some shit right here because believe it or not, this is the same Karen. This is Karen shit, but it's Karen shit on the other side, right? It's Karen shit against the Karens. And I'm going to read, I may read all of it, but I'm definitely going to read some of it. It says, uh, and it's right by Laura Henneman written on November 6th. Dear white women who voted for Trump. Thanks for nothing. Exit polls show that 55% of white women voted for Trump in 2020, even more than the 52% who did so in 2016. To those white women, I say, your internalized misogyny is poison. Your prioritization of white supremacy and fear of those who are different from you over the literal safety and health of our country is poison. You have been drinking and sowing poison from a man who hates women, despises people of color, and mocks people of different abilities. When Trump said he was getting your husbands back to work, did you hear him? Do you know that we are more than half of college graduates and we white women? So Trump said he's getting the husbands to work. She's pointing out that, fuck that, we white women, them, they are. Uh, we are more than half of college graduates and more than half of the workforce. When the credible sexual assault allegations piled up against him, did you not hurt inside for your fellow women who have been raped? Their stories denied and their names dragged through the mud. When you see toddlers in cages, some of whom may never be reunited with their parents again, does your heart not ache? When you teach your own children empathy, what examples do you call upon? This is not a takedown of Republican women who have different views than I do on policy. 
Hatred and denial of basic human rights for all people is a moral issue, not a political one. I identify as a woman first and foremost, before any of my other descriptors, American, mother, leader, wife, writer, friend, white, heterosexual, etc. I have been a girl raised entirely by women. I have been a young woman seen only as a sex object despite my Ivy League education. In fact, some of the worst of, the, of that objectification and misogynistic treatment happened at the same Ivy League school by entitled sexist man boys, just like Trump. My freshman year, I dressed up as Aphrodite, Aphrodite and was pushed up against the wall and almost raped by a male friend. Later, I was told by a male classmate who I had bested in a debate that I would make a great senator's wife one day and so on. All women have these experiences, whether you are the at least one in three who have been raped, yet you voted for a serial sexual predator and abuser who can't even stand a female journalist asking him tough questions. Who rates and berates businesswomen and female politicians on their appearances and sexuality? Who used campaign funds to pay off an adult film star he had an affair with while his wife was recovering from the birth of their child? You voted for a man who let hundreds of thousands of Americans die from COVID-19 without showing a shred of empathy for their families or communities. A man who is a narcissistic, a narcissist so malignant, he will capitalize on any situation to make money and promote himself even when he got the vicious disease he's been lying about. Who encouraged and activated white supremacist groups that advocate for hate crimes and racial war? Who would let California burn, drill the Arctic and sell our public lands to line the coffers of other rich men? Who pulled our country out of cooperative international accords and decades old alliances for our health, safety, and environment in favor of his admiration for despots who murder their own people. Who, whose political appointees are currently gutting the very institutions that they are supposed to serve, that are supposed to serve you and your family. White women, we need to do better. We are part of the problem of white supremacy and oppression. We need to put people of color firmly at the front of our minds and hearts and everlasting privilege and listen and learn to be true allies. We need to act and speak and donate and vote as if our own marriages will be dissolved and our jobs threatened when the LGBTQ plus rights are attacked. We need to start by acknowledging that even with the projected Biden win, this country is not okay and that has never been safe for all Americans. We need to not hate ourselves and each other either. As women, we need to work together to heal the open wounds that this election season has exposed. Trump came incredibly close to winning a second term, despite showing us in the world exactly who he is. He is still president for three more months. After that, the specter of his dictator style leadership will not go away, and nor will the falsehood amplification chamber that is, that is Fox News. There will be others like Trump who are emboldened to lie and belittle and divide. You can't listen to the easy sounding lies that Trump and those in his uh, and those in his image yell out and trust you to believe. Neither coronavirus or racism are going away. The hard truths and even harder work awaits.
And that is a great fucking article. Wow. So I wanted to share that because we know that. I mean, so we know that, and this is a white American woman talking to white women. But we know black Americans who voted for Trump too. Like, what the fuck? I, I'm telling you, that blows me away. And I've talked about that on several occasions. And the bad thing is, I don't even want to sit and talk to somebody who voted for Trump. Like, literally, they can say nothing to me because morally they are despicable. As soon as you support someone who supports tearing the country further apart, people dying, treating women like shit, as soon as you support someone, I, what the fuck I want to talk to you for? The sad part is about 50%, well, 48.6%, something like that, voted for him to be reelected. So where's the fucking problem? Is the problem with Trump or is the problem with the other 46% of the fucking country? Where's the problem? Cause I don't, I don't understand. Like I literally don't understand how it's okay. So I love this article. It was direct and powerful and to the point. And it hit some very tough points, right? It hit, and, and people are sitting up wanting to keep him in office. Is it out of fear? Fear for what? Fear for what? Fear that what women have to get educated, women have to go to work. Fear for what? Because that's all the shit we're doing. White women, black women, black women, white women, Mexican, Asian, Haitian, whoever is in this fucking country, women are at fucking work. It would be different if women were trying to go to work, but hell, that wasn't fucking, what, how many years ago? 70 years ago? Now we're talking right now, educated, brilliant, smart women, go to fucking work, do the same job, and the men that they're working with see them as a pussy, and we're gonna vote for that shit. We're gonna vote for somebody who does that. Truth be told, and I've talked about this before, I know, I know what it feels to be treated like a pussy. Men start treating little girls like that when they're 12 or 13 years old. That's what you're supposed to think of yourself. But that fucking time has passed. And now we got women who've been raised in this country, who are raising daughters in this country, who will have granddaughters in this country. Are you telling me those same women who voted for Trump will sit idly by while somebody's grabbing their own kids by the pussy? While somebody's trying to relegate them to the position of a wife instead of the brilliance and the political mind and the strategists and the lawyers and the doctors and the future presidents. Are you telling me that a woman is going to be okay with keeping her daughter, granddaughter in that fucking position? Well, that's what they fucking voted for when they voted for Trump. That's what you vote for when you vote for Trump. Your son can be an asshole and your daughter can be a pussy and you support it. And you wonder why your kid is has bad social issues when they get to fucking school. Because in school, they want to be the asshole and they expect to be the pussy. But guess what? In school, they say, oh, no, that's against our social order. That's the problem. So that was a great that was a great article for me. 
I enjoyed reading it and I wanted to share it tonight because it's really, it's eloquently written and it puts things in perspective. You, white women, 55% voted for Trump, whatever the reason. Maybe that's the brainwashing in itself for white women. Cause I guarantee you, none of them are gonna stand outside and wait to be raped and not call the police. Ain't nobody giving up no pussy like that. Uh-uh, they gonna call the police. They wanna be supported. They're gonna be the victim, right? I'm, but I voted for him, but I didn't want me, I didn't wanna be raped. I didn't want my, I know I voted for it's okay to rape. It's okay to treat women like shit, but it's not supposed to happen to me. Ah, uh, now you're the victim. No, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Great article. I'm gonna email that journalist and tell her I said, that's a great fucking article. And I hope many people watch, read the article and watch it on the podcast to understand exactly what the fuck they're saying should continue when they vote for Trump to be in the office. The problem is this, he's gonna be fucking gone. Yes. But it's gonna be another motherfucker in a couple of years on that same bullshit. So now the tide is turned. Keep it fucking turning. And because women dominate in so many areas and in the workforce and education, the women are going to take the lead in this shit. Yeah. The women will take the lead in it and very good for that. So I wanted to share that and let me read her name again and uh, I'll share it to my page, but I like this shit. That's the Karen calling out the Karen, baby. The Karens don't give a damn. They going to go off. Her name is Laura Henneman, uh, and that is a great article. It's on medium.com, so I love that. So good for her, great, great, great article. And I, I just, I'm sure that I've had some family members that have, um, I'm sure I have some family members that voted uh, Republican, that voted for Trump. Now, I don't need to fucking know. I like, I honestly don't need to know because I'm honestly not gonna have a conversation about it because it doesn't make any sense to me. And so this is what I found out about people. In any realm of your life, if they're doing something fucked up, they have to continue to do that until they figure out another way. It's not for me to save them. Last week, didn't I say, don't save them. They don't wanna be saved. <laughs> They don't want to be saved. And I'm, it's not my job to save them. You know what my job is? You know what I believe I've been purposed for? To move a fucking nation. That's what my job is. So I'm going to move the nation that wants to fucking move. I'm not going to get somebody and force them to come with me. What do they say about Harriet Tubman? She could have freed thousands or more if they knew they were slaves. So if they don't know they're living in a fucked up situation, if they don't know that they're voting for misogyny, rape, stupidity, ignorance, if they don't know that's what's on the ballot for them and they're voting for it, fuck it, fuck them. Vote, do that shit. Do that dumb shit and watch how you suffer. There's no glory in immorality. There's no glory in that. And we all know you gotta pay your karma. And when you support the bullshit happening to other people, that's still you and your karma putting that bullshit out there. That ain't the move for me. That You know, that's not the move for me. I believe in treating people well. I believe in women being able to grow up and be women, 
young women. Well, fuck it, let's go back. Little girls and young ladies and young women and women and grandmothers without having to look over their fucking shoulder that some misogynist is trying to fuck them because they got a pussy. I believe in that. I believe, I truly believe in that. Now you wanna give your pussy away, give it away. I ain't knocking it, do you? But you don't have to, you shouldn't have to worry about somebody violating you and getting away with it because it's been condoned by the president, by the media or 55% of other, of white women and how many other black women voted for Trump and the black men you shouldn't feel like, well, it happened to me, so I'm not going to tell anybody because ain't nobody going to do something. Let me tell you what. That shit happened to you? Tell Auntie Joycelyn. We will fuck them up. Mm-hmm. Tell Auntie Joycelyn. I'm not doing that. I. That was a big deal to me, raising my daughters and my son, to know a person's body and their space is fucking sacred. So as much as you want to belittle and mistreat and sexualize a woman because she's the owner of a pussy, you have to think this is the fucking vessel that brings life into this motherfucker. You came out of one. You traveled here out of one. So minimize the greatness of it if you want because it's a pussy, but you think your ass wouldn't be here if it wasn't for a pussy. None of us would. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of existing and understanding the significance and importance of life. And you think about a child being, growing in a womb of a person who has been damaged by somebody forcibly taking from them, raping them. You think about the child being nurtured in that environment of stress and the body's memory of what the fuck has happened. And you tell me that child not gonna come here already fucking damaged? When they've been growing in a damaged environment for 40 fucking weeks? Man, please, this is, this is deeper. This is deeper than the pussy. This is life. This is Life, this is the continuation of life. And you voting for a motherfucker that supports the misuse of the vessel, misogyny, not respecting the vessel, and not even respecting yourself as a fucking king? Fuck you. Mm. That shit is dumb to me. It makes no sense. And that's why I would not have a conversation with someone. I don't really give a fuck. I don't really give a fuck. It does not matter to me. Vote how you vote. But if you know you're voting to support some bullshit, keep that ignorant shit to yourself. Cheers. Yeah, that's a tough, that's a tough one for me. And I haven't said much about it other than I think our president is an idiot. I mean, other than that, I haven't said anything, but you guys know I fight women. I fight for women. I love men. I love black men. I love my women. But I'm going to tell you what, you'll never get me to support the mistreatment of women. As much as I love black men, all they ask need to be held accountable for the bullshit that they do. And the women too. There's no passes on that. But we have to protect the sacred space of 
humanity. And that is within all of us. So this election is fucking over. The president is having a temper tantrum. He's starting to see now that he's being ignored because guess what? After the fucking election has been called, nobody gives a shit about the current president. They're looking at the president elect and vice president elect of what's coming next. Now you tell me this, which one of them motherfuckers gonna say something sexist to Kamala? Who gonna try to grab her by the pussy? No fucking body. You know why? She's the second most powerful person in the fucking country, in the world, right? Ain't nobody fucking with her. That's going to change some shit right there. That's going to change some shit right there. I'm telling you, we have got to do better with the way that we treat ourselves, the way that we treat our babies, male and female, the way that we treat our husbands, our wives. Our, we've got to do better because if we don't, we're going to continue to spiral in this pit of bullshit and we're better than that. It's grow time, right? It's fucking grow time. The bullshit is over. Whining is over. Nobody gets to whine anymore. Temper tantrums, rap. If you're not where you want to be with complaining about the man did this and the man did this and it is this, fuck it. Shut the fuck up and do something. But you don't get to complain about it anymore. Everybody's fucking over it. And you know, it, that's the thing. People can sit up and complain about who did something to them. But you let a woman sit up and complain about some shit that happened to her and she's supposed to chuck it up and keep it going. Wine time is over. I mean, whining time, not wine time. <laughs> it's always wine time, but the whining is fucking over. Honestly, if you're stuck, if you think you wanna be doing something else and you're stuck, fucking inbox me. Send me an email. Contact me on Facebook, Instagram, go to my website. I will personally walk you step by step into getting unstuck. And I'm saying that, and the problem is when people know that and I tell them, they don't do a damn thing. They don't want, they want to be stuck and they want to whine about it. And that's okay, do it. But the universe is depending on you to fulfill your purpose. So if you're not fulfilling your purpose, you're fucking wasting time. You're wasting space. And when God calls on you and you're not ready, what you gonna say? What the fuck is there no excuse when he's calling on you? I'm telling you, this is, this is a tough space for me to be in because I'm passionate about people and I'm, a, I'm passionate about doing, growing everything. I, that's who I am and that's how I've been. And once I realized that I don't have to be held hostage by a motherfucker because they think I'm a good wife. Fuck that, a good wife. Speaking of good wife, how about my ex-husband called our daughter, told her, you need to come by the office. I got some mail for your mom. Now we've been divorced for 13, 14, 15, 18, 20, 30 years. <laughs> I don't even know. So he's got some mail from me. She's telling our daughter, come get it. So she's like, it's urgent. She goes by there to get it. He tells her, and you tell her to take care of this right away because this don't make no fucking sense. You know what the fuck it was? A postcard from the Alumni Association asking me 
to verify my contact information. Now, that's fucking urgent. Right? I was like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Like, goddamn, throw this shit away. Who cares? And to make matters worse, it's not even to the address of his new office. It's the address to his old office that he was in like six years ago. So it ain't even some recent shit. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Damn. I just had to throw that in there because it came up with my thought just now. But I was like, this is crazy as fuck. Another person who's very comfortable with. You make a good wife. Keep staying in your place. That's Yeah. His birthday is like two days from Trump's. They're probably brothers. Whatever. Anyway, let me see what else I was going to talk about. Oh, wait. Stephanie said, it is definitely baffling. I just don't understand it. I find it harder to imagine Black and Spanish people thinking that Trump being president is a good thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Socialism, they say, but I don't know what they're afraid of. You know, oh, here, let me touch this, Stephanie. You know what they're afraid of? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they came from this dictatorship environment. So that's the support of that. They came, so it's familiar to them. It's safety when somebody's in charge, right? It's safety for that because they came from the, yeah, they want, they would like to have that here because they're safe here. Because that means if it happens, they're probably in the elite part of the population. They don't want to be in a dictatorship in the bullshit. Hell, yeah, they got out of that shit. They trying to be, they got some money. They they got some jobs. They making some money. They think they're going to be in the elite now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Get the fuck on, right? And floating across in inner tubes and shit, right? So that that's the thing. So they thinking this is going to be a good thing if it goes back because they believe it's safety in that. But you know, this is fucking democratic society. This is the United fucking States. It's, we have a constitution that protects free people. We're fucking free. I get to vote. Get your ass out of there. We got safe holes in places to keep bullshit from happening. All of that. So no, we're not gonna do that here. That's not how we rolling. That's what made the United States the United States. So there you go. That's my take on the black and Spanish or Cuban people, especially Cubans. I think Cubans are very big on um, our president. And I think, you know, that's their thing. But I, you know, I'm not in Panama. Yeah, like, I mean, all of that. It's crazy to me, but that's okay. You can vote the way you want to vote. But I'm. this is my thought. The majority of people should vote the way I want them to fucking vote. Because <laughs> I need to be fucking free. I like being a free woman. That's important to me. I like being able to do what I'm going to do and travel and move and talk shit and work and kick ass and make money, make decisions on my own without waiting for a man to give me permission to do it. And without anticipating a man wanting to walk up and fuck me just cause I'm a woman. Right? I want, you wanna go to some shit? Treat me like a fucking queen. See me and throw money at me. Throw, throw money at me, bow to me, kiss my feet, all of that. Without expecting anything but the fucking 
opportunity to be in my presence. Let's do that. How about we go to that? But no, we're not going to do that. So if we're going to be in our democratic society, people have a voice and people can talk about what is and what isn't and celebrate all the good things and get rid of all the bad things, then we need to do it in the majority, which we have. And we're moving this president out of the fucking White House. Now, we might have to rebuild the fucking White House if he burn it down or do some crazy shit. Well, she's going to. We know that he's, we know he's going to. We know he's going to do something crazy. So what's, and I think people are already anticipating it with removing the people out of the Pentagon, those positions. We already know he's going to do something crazy. But guess what? It's his last hurrah. He better make that shit some good shit. Because if he pulls some shit off and lives through it, yeah, finally there's going to be a sniper in place. There's going to be a jail cell for him. Yeah, because there's no longer, he won't be protected any longer. Right? So he can have his last hurrah if he wants to. He better hope that he goes down with it. So um, Stephanie said if it was just about Democrats against Republicans, okay. But this was about life and liberty for all. He only stands for life and liberty for those that he serves, which is not the entire U.S., but a select subset of people, white people. And even one further, he doesn't give a damn about them. He only wants what's for him. He don't care about no fucking body. He just said that Kemp, the governor of Georgia, right? I think it's Kemp, right? Kemp and Stacey Abrams colluded to turn the state of Georgia blue. Now Kemp stole the fucking election from Stacey based on Trump bullshit. Now he's accusing Kemp of working with Abrams to turn the state of Georgia blue. He don't care about no fucking body. Nobody but himself. He don't care. No, he don't care. So white people voting and supporting him, that shit ain't got nothing to do with him, with them. He don't give a shit about them. He throw their ass to the curb too. He don't want to, he don't want to touch them when he see them. He said that. Who I'm glad this coronavirus came just in time so those people can stop touching me. Those people. Now who he talking about? He ain't talking about us. He's talking about white people. He don't fucking care about them either. And you got people making $30,000 a year, no, no fucking teeth, carrying a Confederate flag, talking about they support Trump. Trump can give a fuck about them. They can give a fuck. Nobody, they don't care about that shit. And you gonna sit up and do this dumb shit. Cause he what? Cause he crazy? Lord. But this is what we doing. This is what we, but I mean, that's what we've done. It's a wrap now though. And Trump, and it's how many three weeks later he's still fighting the election results. <laughs> they still finding ballots that ain't been counted in Georgia. They want a whole nother election. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you out of your mind? <laughs> I'm like, if we had done, think of it like this. If we had done the same due diligence in 2016, with counting these votes and not conceding as we're doing right now, Hillary would have been our president. Trump didn't win. He didn't win the popular vote. He didn't win, but she conceded and that ended the election. So now what he's saying he won by a landslide 
and Biden has the same exact numbers, and it's a it's a it's voter fraud everywhere, voter fraud amok, and it just happened rampant. What from twenty sixteen to twenty twenty? That like did voter fraud just start? Oh my god, how did that fucking happen? When we had a whole thing with Facebook and the Russians and him colluding with turning the election and all this shit, what the fuck? And people still voting for that ignorant shit. Still voting for that ignorant shit. It was literally a man at a Trump rally. They asked him a question about Trump. They asked him a question about President Obama. He said his only question for President Obama was why he didn't leave the White House on 9-11. They were like, 9-11? When they bombed the World Trade Center, he just stayed. They were like, okay, next question. Like, this a motherfucker that's walking around with a Trump. We're like, what the fuck, what? what? No. So this is the ignorance that we're dealing with. Like it's literal ignorance, right? And so it's okay, but evil can only last so long in the presence of the light. And that is what I know. That is what I thrive on the goodness in me. So when evil shit presents, it's gonna be there for a minute. But guess what? That shit ain't gonna last for long because the goodness is the goodness. The only way that the evil can continue to thrive is given a fertile ground. But when the goodness, when the light shines, it's not giving the evil a place to operate, the evil can't function. And then here we are. The evil is about to wrap it up. It's about to wrap it up. Trump, been, he wants so much attention. He wants attention. He's not getting it from his GOP. They're not talking to him. Nobody wants to air him on, his, on their show. His tweets are being fact-checked every time he puts something out. Nobody's dealing with his shit no more. It's over. It's like we've been in a bad relationship. I told you I'm leaving, and now you want to show your ass to what? Get me to stay? <laughs> That's the craziest shit to me. But anyway, his time is up. We got a new president, Biden and Harris. And did y'all see that video with Kamala running down the steps on that fucking airplane? I talk about that every week because she is sure-footed in her Tims. You need to talk to me? I'm like, yes, sister, go. Go, smart woman. Go, go, go. Do your shit. I'm so proud of her. I'm so, so proud of her. I'm so proud of everybody who went out and voted. More people voted in this past election than in the history of any election ever. Joe Biden got more votes than the history of any president ever. We finally, all of these years, finally people feel their power to vote. This is what the fuck I'm talking about. And now Georgia has to vote for the Senate runoff. Warnock and Ossoff are two Democratic candidates. They were, they were too close and they're having a runoff in January, I think, February. So they're having a runoff. So Georgia's going to do it again. And Georgia's proud now. So, and they feel powerful. Yeah, they're going to really go. I'm, I'm just banking on all my Georgia people to go. And let me tell you what integrity is. Let me tell you what morality is. Integrity and morality, me. Because I get 
calls, text messages, in the mail, mailings about voting in Georgia. Now, if I were immoral and lacking in integrity, I could fill out a fucking absentee ballot and send it into Georgia. I could, because why not? I mean, they would have to go through it to see that I no longer live there. But because I am a citizen and I do abide by, and I know that I have a vote and I cast it in the area in which I live, that's not something I would do. Now, people would tell me, you need to go on and, no the fuck I don't. I'm not breaking any laws because that's no glory for me. Glory comes when you make those decisions, integrity with fidelity. Glory comes when you're doing what you're supposed to do morally. So I'm not doing that shit. I fuck around and cast a ballot in Georgia thinking I got away with it. Next thing you know, I'm in the sing sing with a for, with somebody who did some crazy shit. And all I did was vote twice. <laughs> what you, they gonna be like, what you in here for? I motherfucking voted twice. Shit, back up. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. Could you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> I voted fucking twice in Florida and in Georgia. That's what the fuck I did. That sounds crazy as hell, right? But that's the that's the idea of a demented mind. And Trump even said people need to try to vote as many times as they can they can to his Republicans, right? That was a part of one of his speeches. And you're like, how the fuck can you do that when we're trying to, to protect a process that says everybody has a voice? We've had felons who've been stripped of their right. They've been many of many states have given those rights back to vote. Right. They've been able to uh, go in and vote. We've got uh, people who have never voted, who see the callousness of which people have died because of this pandemic. We none of us have ever been in a fucking pandemic. No one has ever been in the pandemic, but we all have now. Right. We see the callousness of the leadership involved in that. We hear the mistreatment of women and the payoffs of hookers and whatever. And no, y'all know I'm down for a hooker. I ain't got no problem with a hooker. People spend the money how they want to spend the money. But guess what? I'm not paying for the hooker. Don't pay it out of money that I pay, please. Pay it out of your hard-earned money, but not out of mine, right? We, we've seen the, how someone who doesn't care about the White House. Anybody in this country served in the military, know somebody in the military, we all know somebody that served. Washington, D.C. is that place that says, come visit. Come visit, right? We go to, you go to Washington, D.C., you want to see the White House. You go to the Washington, D.C., go to D.C. right now, you're like, fuck that White House. <coughs> that nigga living in there, we don't want to go up in there. Fuck them. Like, but that's a pillar. Like, that's a staple. The Washington Monument is right there. The African-American Museum is right there, right? There's so much that happens in D.C. And we got a person that cares nothing about it, that wants to build a fence around the, a wall around the fucking White House. The White House is all of our house. That was 
the president lived there. We all respected the position of the presidency. And for the past four years, most have been like, fuck that. Fuck him. We don't care. But it's over. It's over. January, baby. It's out of there. I was trying to get me a hotel so I can go up there until the inauguration. Couldn't even find one. I bet all of Kamala's sorority sisters and booked up all the hotels. <laughs> I know the sororities and fraternities gonna be up in there deep, baby, supporting Kamala. I'm so happy about that. I'll have to stay somewhere else. If, but it's gonna be so cold. Last time I went to DC, it was like negative 820 degrees. I'm so cold in that bitch. <laughs> you remember we went to, um. Where did we go to the cemetery? Not Annapolis. What was it? <laughs> it was cold in that mug, wasn't it? Unknown we was... soldier. The unknown tomb of the unknown soldier. Yeah. What's the name of the cemetery, though? Arlington. Arlington. I was like, it's not Annapolis. Man, that shit was so cold up there. I was like, oh, I'm going to die here. <laughs> It was so, D.C. was cold. That was like one of the coldest winters in D.C. And we standing out. I think it was January. Mm -hmm. And we were standing out in that damn cemetery watching the uh, tomb of the unknown soldier. I mean, it is something to see. I wanted, okay, in all transparency, the only reason we went is because I wanted to go. So I can say later it was cold as hell, but when I was like frozen, I couldn't say anything. I just had to take it because it was I wanted to go. Oh my god, I was so fucking cold. I don't know that I've ever been so cold in my whole life. <laughs> but anyway, so I mean, so DC is a beautiful. DC is beautiful to visit and. If you have an opportunity to go, go. I mean, after the pandemic, because we can't do shit right now, but be in the pandemic. But if in the museums are closed, so you can't go to the museums. But man, they keep that. Oh, they keep it pristine. It's so clean. Like you don't see any. Well, where the federal government buildings are now, the neighborhood communities, that might be a different story. But they keep the, like the mall, they call it the mall, so beautiful, so clean, everything. Like, you don't see any trash or it's just beautiful. And it's, the grass is green and it's just beautiful. So if you get a chance to go, go. Man, I don't have to plan a Joy Exposed trip when the museum opens and we take a bus trip to DC to go to the uh, African American Museum. And the Dr. King exhibit, exhibit the Lincoln Memorial. Oh. So this is what I decided the last time I was there. Because I used to get frustrated about paying taxes, saying that I was paying taxes to pay for somebody's food stamps and Section 8 housing. And I didn't want to do that because I was like, shit, I'm working. I can't afford that stuff, you know, and so I don't, I'm not paying for that stuff. So I was trying to I would be mad because of people who used the social services programs. Not that anything's wrong with it, but I just didn't feel like I I didn't qualify for it and I couldn't afford the lifestyle that many of them had. So I had a problem with it. And I own that. So I did. But the last time I was there, I decided, oh, this is where my tax dollars go. My tax dollars go to keeping the monuments clean, <laughs> keeping the mall clean and the grass cut. So in my mind, I reallocated my money to 
taking care of the uh, city. So, yeah. But anyway, I have went on a whole ass rant tonight. <laughs> I have that article got me worked up. Oh, so one of the things I wanted to talk about, and I only have a few minutes left. Don't forget, please follow me on YouTube. I need it desperately in my life. I need YouTube subscribers, and that's free for you to do. Thank you. Subscribe on YouTube. Share my post. Tell your friends about it. Help us sister out. <laughs> um, so one of the things I want to talk about, and I briefly mentioned it uh, when I was talking earlier about our young girls. We always talk about things that we need to normalize. And I've got eight minutes left. I'm going to talk about this. I desperately think that we need to normalize the idea of teaching our young men and women the importance of their bodies. Teaching our young girls what it what their body means and how to take care of it and understanding it. I have talked to so many women, older women, I'm talking 32, 33, older women who don't even who didn't know that they had a choice in getting pregnant or not. I that's hard for me to understand because I feel like that's a conversation that happens when you start your menstruation, right? Like when you're learning yourself, that's a conversation that needs to happen. And it needs to be in terms of that. Like, it, is it time for your period? Are you ovulating? How long your cycle is? These should become common words in the conversation of, right? And I think that if we do take time to teach those things, the prevalence of children being born to parents who don't want them, let me say this, parents who don't want them yet, not that they don't want them ever, but they don't want them yet, right? So I'm not being negative by any means, but I'm saying that if we have more control and more power over how we make use of our body, then we have more control and power over how we dictate our steps. Now, all of us are going to be here at some point or another because the universe decides that. There are no mistakes. So whether I was born when my mom was 18 or when my mom was 16, I was coming. I was going to be here, right? My DNA might have been slightly different, but it would have been half hers. And that's the primary. That's exactly what's supposed to happen. I'm supposed to have what she had, right? So I'm not knocking that. What I'm saying is our young girls and our young guys shouldn't be surprised when there's a baby coming. Shouldn't be surprised when there are responsibilities and obligation that goes along with becoming a parent young. Shouldn't be surprised that they no longer get to be the kid because they have to be the parent, right? Shouldn't be surprised that it's time to go to fucking work and grow up and take care of this child. Shouldn't be surprised that they're expected to become a part of a school community because their children are there. Shouldn't be surprised that they have to deal with each other regularly now because they share a child. None of these should be surprises because it's easy to have the conversation about how not to. 
And we need to normalize that. Like, I'm not afraid. I'm. You guys are here listening to me. And there's very few things that I'm afraid to talk about. Getting pregnant is not one. I'm not afraid to talk about it with whoever. I'm not afraid to explain it to a young lady or a young man on what it means to get somebody pregnant. And I'm, I mean, these are issues that I deal with too. My youngest daughter decided that she, well, she and her husband decided they were going to, I don't even know if they chose to have a baby. They knew, she knew how to get pregnant. She got pregnant. They have a baby. They got married, right? It happens. We deal with it. But if we can put our children in a position to choose and understand the ramifications of, then many things would change with the way that they live their lives, right? So I think we should, I want to normalize that. And we've been talking sex ed for years now. We've been talking about human growth and development. We've been talking about that for years. And guess what? They don't teach it at school anymore. So if it's not being taught at school and it's not being taught at home, who's teaching it? Who's fucking teaching it? We have women who won't touch their own bodies other than to clean it because that's gross. But they'll let a man who has no experience and no fucking idea what he's doing come along and make use of them. And would rather have this man touch them than a gynecologist. Look at the, doesn't that sound crazy? You don't want to touch yourself. You don't want a doctor to touch you, but you're gonna let a man who's experimenting, has no idea what the fuck he's doing, touch you? Yeah, no. We really have to do a better job at explaining the importance, the power of who we all are, who you are, who I am, who he is and they are. We have to understand the power that we possess. We have to understand that we have a purpose to fulfill and there's so many options out there other than just being somebody's mom. And there's nothing wrong with being somebody's mom. I'm a mom. I'm a mom times three. I would have been a mom times five. But I'm not. (laughs) But I just know that if we can capitalize on those moments of conversation with our babies and let them know how important their bodies are and teach them the significance of everything about their body and not to be afraid of it, that'll put them in a position to make better decisions. So when somebody comes along and grabs them on the pussy or treats them like a pussy or tries to fuck them or tries to move them or regulate them to a uh, relegate them to a position less than them because they have a pussy. They can stop that shit. We've got to put people in power. We've got to put our young ladies in power of themselves. We've got to teach our young men the significance of themselves and how powerful they are and to not 
denigrate our ladies and to not subject themselves to bringing a child here that they're not ready to take care of. So this 10 o'clock, it's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed. Remember, follow me on everywhere, please. <laughs> follow me, follow me, follow me. Don't forget stmspecialties.com has a special on the personalized tumblers, the Steffies, 20% off at stmspecialties.com. And also remember, when joy is exposed, everything just feels better. Mm. Cheers. Good night. See you guys next week.